Welcome to episode 167 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent, Jason here, as usual. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty damn good. That's good to hear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As we mentioned, this is a... Well, we didn't mention it, but as you see there in the description, this is a special episode this week. Yes. Probably won't be as long as our typical episodes. And that's okay. Because really, this is just... An announcement episode, yes. so to speak. One of the supplemental episodes. There you go. You know. Anything else we want to talk about before we get into this? No, I think... I, this yeah, is, there is. Oh, there is? We just you, found you, out earlier... You have that, plans. That Street Dogs have a new album coming out. Oh, that's oh, that's right. June 22nd. There you go. Uh, uh, stand for something or... Die for nothing. Die for nothing. They're big hate breed fans. <laughs> oh, man. I bet there's a song on there called Rise. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> we would have to get the lyric police out right. to write a citation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I can't wait for that. And if there's any band that I would want to talk about on just a big announcement episode, it would be Street Dogs. <laughs> That's right. Because we love Street Dogs. Another band we love is Night Fight Orchestra. They also announced their album's coming out, and it might be the same day. It's late June, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which is it surprising. probably is because... Aren't because you know it seems like multiple records come out on the same day now. Yeah, but that's kind of surprising because their last time came out last summer. Yeah, or yeah, was it true. spring? Yeah. Whatever it was, yeah. less than a year ago, and they they actually announced a tour. I mean, at some point. Yeah. But they're doing a big, huge European tour, like the first time. It's like a full-on tour. So maybe that's a step closer to actually doing American dates one day. Who knows. Um, Night Demon's coming to Tulsa. There you go. I mean, that's fuck. another thing that we I forgot about. But that's is that August twenty sixth, I believe. Oh man, I can't wait. That's at the Vanguard making their return. It's been by that point, it'll be over a year, yeah, and a half because it was actually this time last year. I think it was April. Yeah, they played the Sound Pony in Tulsa, and we had a podcast with them, and that was pretty cool. They're like a yeah. great yeah. new wave of British heavy metal style band. Yes. But newer, of course. Yes. They've only got a couple of albums under their belt, or three now. And uh, what else was I going to say? And then we saw them again opening for Anvil. Anvil in Oklahoma City. Yeah. And they're pretty rad dudes. Pretty oh, yeah. awesome to hang out with. Yeah, definitely. So looking forward to that in August. That's at the Vanguard, so that is all ages. Yes. That means so, Trevor can finally see him. He, <laughs> he will fucking be there. I'll make yeah. sure of it. I already texted him as soon as I found out. Okay, like, good. finally get to see him. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> What does that cover the random news for the day? Uh, do you like the new Ghost song? Yeah, the like Rats. Yeah, with the with the with the, the kind of eighties hairband opening riff. Yeah, I think it was Jason Carroll Jason who Carroll. mentioned that it sounded like Dokken, yeah. and I think I saw Scott Squires maybe mention something similar. And see, when I first heard it, I thought the same thing, but they said it first. Yeah, but I mean, it's total. I I can't imagine if you're a fan of heavy metal that you don't like this. Yeah. So that's just a few quick tidbits there for us, from us. So, but Ghost isn't heavy metal, is what someone once said. Well, <laughs> I can maybe understand that in a way, but this song is metal. Yeah, but Ghost never claimed to be heavy metal either, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. But this song is—it's kind of metal. Fight me, bro.
Anyhow. On to other things. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to this podcast in any length of time, usually at some point in the episode, every two or three episodes, one of us will say, eventually, whenever you do Thunder Underground Fest, <laughs> yep. that band could play there. That's right. And usually it's a band like Dishwalla or Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Or Huffamoose. Yes. Um, Primitive Radio Gods. I hope. Really hope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shark Island. Oh my God. That would be great. That would be great. Yeah. Hoodoo yeah. Gurus. Hoodoo Gurus for sure. For sure. Maybe Drag Pipe. You never know. Holy shit. Yeah. What about Dropbox? I went there. Dropbox? Which one was that? <laughs> I don't even. I remember they had a song that I knew. Was that the it's one? the guy that, that, that eventually does was with fucking um, Woodfield Crane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woodfield Crane. And we're dorks. Richard Crane. Richard Crane. So yeah. the dude's last name is Richards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Holy fuck. The point is, we would always joke about this. Yep. And that's all it ever was, was a joke. Mm-hmm. And then, earlier this year, actually it was the end of last year, or no, it was the beginning of January, we had Claim Your Enemy on here yep. once again. And Travis D. Davis from Claim Your Enemy has started a, started promoting shows. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to do this. You know, he told us that after it finished. Maybe it was during the episode. I can't remember. Yeah. And then he brought it up a couple other times. We're like, and and I think he, he probably knew, but both of us were just like, thumbs up. All right, Travis, whatever you say. Yeah, because, I mean, this kind of thing seems like a pretty big undertaking. And, you know, I, I always have a, 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 you know, I don't give myself enough credit or, you know, I, I don't want to take on more than than seemingly we can handle. Well, plus something we don't have any experience. And I don't, in. yeah, exactly. We don't have any experience in. So we were just like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But things being the way they are. He told us two or three more times yes. it was going to happen. And we're like, all right. And that being said, it was kind of like, not that we don't have the experience. It's just something like you just said, we didn't really want to do because we didn't want to like go into something. With no knowledge and screw it up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Make a big mess of shit or whatever. Yeah, because the last thing I want to do is like, you know, is do any of these bands wrong or, you know, unintentionally screw somebody over out of just not having any knowledge. Right. So. So Travis. Yeah. At one point a while back, probably a couple months ago now. Yeah. He messaged both of us and said, all right, this is happening. Yep. And it's still kind of. Didn't really think that that was real, and then yeah. he until he told us, "I've got these dates set." Yep, and we're like, "Wow, okay, this is real. He's not bullshitting anymore. He was never bullshitting, but <laughs> no. I mean, he's not. Yeah, you know, well, he's not. He's serious or more serious than we even thought." Well, here's something: the the night at Halata Fest that you couldn't go to because you were sick as a dog. Right. I was there, and I talked to him again. And I'm like, okay, and like I was a little drunk, but I was still just like kind of just not sure and we ended up hanging out and i just go okay one more time explain this to me yeah (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and and so he he really you know hats off to him he's really you know worked on this so you know he's got this yeah same thing he called me we've had a couple long phone conversations where he put my mind at ease so to speak yes like he did with you and that's the thing. It's like, this is 
his show. Yes. And basically we're benefiting from having our name put on it. Definitely. And it's kind of like a co, co-branded thing, so to speak. Yes. Because his company is Scarstruck Entertainment that he does with Mark Stevenson out of Oklahoma City. Yes. And the two of them have been putting on a lot of shows in Oklahoma City and Fort Smith. And I think they've done Tulsa as well now. But he got a hold of us and said, I've got October 19th and 20th at the Shrine booked. That's when we realized, okay, I guess this is a real thing. It was happening, yeah. And all it ever was to us was never going to be like, eventually when we do this, it was never eventually when we do this, it was just always a joke, right? Yeah. And here we are with someone that has enough faith in what we do, I guess, to and likes us as friends and colleagues, yes, so to speak, that's willing to do this and put our name on it. Yeah. You know, because he wouldn't do that, I guess, if he didn't that's right. believe in us promoting it right and doing and, that kind of thing. And exactly. we super appreciate him for that. Yeah. So with that being said, like I said, October 19th and 20th at Venue Shrine in downtown Tulsa is the first ever Thunder Underground Fest. There you go. And that's a Friday and Saturday. Yes. And that is actually the same weekend as Oktoberfest. So, go to Oktoberfest on Thursday and Sunday. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, and come see us. Yeah, yeah. Go during the day, come out there in the evening. The thing is, we don't have, you know, door times, set times, and all that stuff's going to be announced here, you know, a few weeks from now. Yes. That's still getting put together. But what we're going to do today is tell you all the bands that are going to be on this thing. And who's going to host it. That's right. It's going to be hosted by Alanis Morissette. Oh, my God. You know what? Who we really have slated to host, I'm... would I'm, Downtown Julie Brown. No. I'm, I'm loving way better than any of those two. Peter Cetera. Quit fucking around. Josh it's, Hovland is coming back. Jesus Christ. Just tell him. Quit fucking around and tell him. Oh, is that the is that what we're opening with? What, who's hosting? Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? That's right. Okay, then. <laughs> God damn it. Steve Ray of Oklahoma Braves. Yes. And, of course, formerly of Doomsday Junkie and Pitbulls on Crack. The legendary Pitbulls on Crack. Will be hosting this. Yes. And since it is in October, he'll be hosting it as the Great Pumpkin. And Hell if you're yes. if you're from the you know if you're just hearing this and you're from somewhere else that might sound like okay whatever but if you're from the Tulsa area you know have, what's up with that yeah and have been here any length of time Pitbulls on Crack played Freakers Ball and he would come out on stage with Pitbulls on Crack it's like a thrash metal band yes and perform in a pumpkin suit and then there's been a couple other times where he did that and then he said he did it later with Oklahoma Braves and even once I mean even once with Oklahoma Braves and did it with Doomsday Junkie yeah. but it's been like Years. Well, no, he, I thought he said he did it with Oklahoma Rays, but he said it's been like eight years since he did it, so oh, it couldn't okay. have been Oklahoma Rays, right? <laughs> Who knows? I don't think they've been around that long. <laughs> so it had to have been Doomsday Junkie, I guess. Yeah. But regardless, we got the Tulsa legend himself. A complete honor. Yes. So, just jumping right into this, we don't, like I said, we don't know Friday or Saturday where these bands are going to fall. That'll come out later. I mean, we're just going to run through these in no particular order. Yes. It's actually going to be alphabetic order. So we're not getting yeah, so anybody we don't, we above don't know anybody who's else in front or whatever. It's just this is alphabetical, so there you go. And we might even have some music thrown in here in the middle. Maybe, maybe you never know. More than likely. 
But yeah, just jumping in, the first band on our list is Archon. Nice. I can't wait. Yeah, we've they've only been to Tulsa a couple times, yeah. I think. And well, we're going to bring them back. And it's kind of an honor for us because these guys really only play a few shows a year. Yeah. They play Definitely. a lot less than most bands do for some reason. Yeah. And Andy Papadopoulos and his Fingers of Fury. Is that what you call it? Uh, it's, <laughs> goddamn right it is. Yeah. It's insanity. Yeah, he's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, this band is just, if you like heavy ass metal, loud and in your face. Yes. This is the band for you. Yeah, if you like any kind of Big Four type kind of shit, or Iron Maiden, Judas Priesty, fucking, this is your fucking shit. And Andy's been on this podcast before, and it was... One of the, the mother of episodes. Yeah, yes. I don't know how, how long the podcast ended up being, maybe a couple hours, but the recording was nearly six hours. Yes. It's like five and a half hours. There was, there was many stories... Many songs listened to and many, many drinks had. It was yeah. great. <laughs> but that's the thing. You can do five and a half hours with that guy because every story is exactly, yeah. as interesting yeah. as Hanging the last. on the edge of your seat, yeah. yeah. All right, so who's the second band we got here? Claim Your Enemy. Yep. These and guys, we all know about them. Yeah, they've been on this podcast twice now. Or is it three times? No, three times. And they're kind of a, a mix between... Your classic metal and like your, it'd be like if you cross Metallica with Deftones or something. Nice. Might be a way okay. to say it. I don't okay. know. Because Devin, you know, his voice gives it that yeah. that new modern metal kind of sound. But Brian's guitar work is more that yeah. classic metal kind of. Definitely. So, yeah, really looking forward to having these guys back. A lot of people, they're from Stigler, Oklahoma, down south of here. But a lot of people from this area know them because they play here in Fort Smith a lot. Yes. Next up. Is custom black. Oh man, this is another one that is very exciting. Yes, tap back because they've only been to Tulsa a few times at if at at the most. Yeah, a complete again a complete honor. You know, Doom Stoner Sludgy fucking greatness. Yeah, just your from Kansas City. Yeah, they're gonna travel down here. It's like you said that Stoner feel. Of course, Sabbath influences yes. there. But just a great three-piece band, like a lot of those style bands are, and they right. they bring it and they bring it live. You know, we saw them at Badass Renee's before, and they've been on this podcast as yes. well. Yes, yes, yeah. I saw them at a oh goddamn, I can't, I don't even remember what the club was called. Is it even still there? Because they, well, I haven't I even know. heard of another me, show there. I since. know me and Reese went to see him with Screaming Red Mutiny. That's right. And Oklahoma Braves. Um, Man, that was one hell of a bill. I was out of town. And, yeah, you were out of town. Yeah. But uh, Cantrell and Wasco were there. God, what was that place called? It was a great show, though. It was fucking awesome. So, I mean, this is going to be great. Yeah. See, that was the thing. Like, we were hoping when we're, you know, putting this list together and Travis was going through and deciding yeah. on who was going to be on this thing, we wanted a good mix of styles, you know. We didn't want 17 well, metal bands. That's right. We wanted 17 different styles of bands, you and, know. And we've got it, really, I think. Yeah. Next up, Drunk on Monday. Okay. Another Oklahoma City band. And this actually features our buddy Eric Smith. These guys haven't been on the podcast, but we've talked about it several times and just haven't made it happen. But Eric actually runs Vitz screen pinning in Oklahoma City, and he did our shirts for us. Yes. So if you're in that area or even wherever, you know, hit up their website and get that. But they're a great—we've seen them live two or three times now, and they're just a great heavy rock 
you know, kind of like your, you know, your 80s metal, but just like if you mixed 80s metal with like Jackal or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like a fucking heavy metal party, basically. Right. All right, who's next? Fucking Driver. Right on. I mean, we can't not have these guys on. Yeah, these We're guys super excited. Go way back. One of the first, yes. one of the first interviews we had in the early days was with Mike DiPatrillo. Yes, and he's actually been on this thing now four times. I think so. Because so. he was on it, then he was on it with uh, Scott Bond, remember yeah. from Death yep, Grip, that's right? And then he was on it with Eddie Green, and then he was on it with the entire band. Yes, a while that's back. right. That's right. <clears throat> and you know, I'll, I'll I'll take a minute to tell this story. I've told it before. But I think, you know, it kind of comes full circle. When we first started this and we were getting back into the Tulsa metal scene, Tulsa rock scene, you know, neither of us had been in it in a while. So I literally, all I did was Google Tulsa metal bands and they were one of the first ones that came up. And lo and behold, they had a show pretty, coming up pretty close to when I did that. So we just said, fuck it and blindly went to it. And, uh, you know, and it's that, been love ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's that's all we needed. I mean, that was our introduction, and everybody was so welcoming to us. So, I mean, it's only fitting to have these guys on. It's going to be great. But the one of the we mentioned this, I think, on that ep- last episode there on. But one of the in- interesting things about that show is Driver was playing with their original singer, but their current singer Brandon was, was playing in, the show in, as well with his band Shiner, Shiner out of Wichita. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I forgot all about that. And now thing. he's. After that, he relocated to Austin with another band, and now he's relocated to Tulsa yeah. with Driver. So look at that. That's great. It's yeah. awesome. But yeah, Driver, another band we just mentioned a couple episodes ago, because I saw him recently, and never gets tiring, man. That's right. Just That's right. One of the best, I think I've said that before, guitar tandems in this town. Oh. The, probably the best. You know? Oh, man. So, so, so who's after that? Well, we got our... Episode 166 from earlier this week. That's right. Fist of Rage. Nice. And it wouldn't be a Thunder Underground Fest without Fist of Rage. It would not. I, I, I couldn't do it without them. Yeah. If they weren't on the bill, I would just not show up. I'd say, all right, Travis, you're on your own. Hand out these Thunder Underground stickers. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, Fist of Rage. Just go back as soon as you finish listening to this and click on episode 166 if you haven't yet. It's Please like. Do. Not just the music is freaking awesome. They got a brand new album out called Giddy Up, which is great. Yes. But you'll laugh your dick hole off. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the episode <laughs> really was an hour thing. and a half, but it's like there's maybe three points in the episode where there's like three minutes where you're not <laughs> laughing. And the rest of it, it's like you're trying to hear what's going on because you're laughing too exactly. much. Exactly. I mean, even if you don't have a dick hole. You're, you're going to laugh it off if you hear this episode. That's right. And that, to me, is one of the most important things. Yeah. Josh Hoblin will not be playing drums at this show. That motherfucker. What a fucking bastard. <laughs> Can you believe that? After all you've done for him. Late nights. You know. Just, I don't me? Know. Yeah. That's it, Josh. We're not friends anymore. Can't believe it. <laughs> and he thought there was two good songs on St. Anger, I too. I know. What the... F- yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's definitely fired. <laughs> right here is where I'm going to insert the clip of Paulette saying moist. Moist. Oh, God. You're going to overdo that, dude. I already know. No, just every once in a while. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so who's next? Less Than Human. 
the hottest up and coming band in Tulsa and Oklahoma. Hold period. the phones, stop the presses, uh, hide your daughters, lock up your cows. Less than goddamn human. Okay? Lock up your cows. I don't know where that came from. Hell yeah. But they'll love it. They'll love it. It's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a live show of all live shows. Pretty much what you need to do before you see Less Than Human is is do your stretches and maybe do some calisthenics because you're going to fucking need it. Yeah. Bow to the altar of metal and exactly. then get your ass up there to the shrine. That's right. It's just, a, it's a stage show and the music is just as impressive. You know, all four of these guys and girl are yep. just freaking phenomenal. We've said it a million times and this is a band that like, if you're listening to this and you live in fucking Nova Scotia, you know, or fucking bumfuck Iran, <laughs> you're going to be hearing about these guys in a couple of years. Oh, definitely. There's no Not doubt. Not just on our podcast. There's no doubt. You're going to be hearing them on Octane or Liquid Metal or something. Yep. All right. Next up, Locust fucking Grove. Holy shit. Locust Grove is going to be playing. And this is another one. This is... You know, I keep saying it's a great live band, but we wouldn't have these bands on here if they weren't. That's right. That's and right. Locust Grove, it's like you think of when you go see, you remember Dimebag and how he was on stage. Yep. You see John Fred from, you know, Blackstone Cherry yep. or something. Get, you imagine those guys and they're, the way they perform live. This is like this entire band is that way. And, and then the music is just... Heavy fucking groove metal at its yeah. finest. So why don't we just play it, right? I think I think we should. All right. This is Monster from Locust Grove.
Monster from Locust Grow. That's off their aptly titled Monster EP. Yes. There's five tracks on there. All of them are riffy and groovy as hell, just like that one. Yes, ball squashers, I say. Yeah, that's your... You need to patent that term. Hashtag. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. Just the new, the next round of Thunder Underground shirts on the back will say hashtag ball squasher. I, I like where you're going with this. <laughs> and that how maybe I'll get a little cut, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, like we said, super excited Locust Grove is going to be here. Yeah. Zane Smith, formerly of Annie Mortem. Yes. Another fantastic band. Yes. We were sad to see go, but we're not as sad now because Locust Grove is just as badass. You're goddamn right. All right. Moving on. The Normandies. Oh, my God. We got some punk going on, which I'm super fucking stoked about. Yeah, we're finally getting to the punk section of this list here. And, man, these guys think, like we mentioned earlier, street dogs. Yes. It's that style of punk. Exactly. And, well, let's just play them before we talk about this. Why not? Two songs in a row. Yep. Just jamming right in the middle here. This is a brand new song. What's it called? Let Me Believe. single from the Normandies. You can find that bad boy on Spotify. They've also got a full album that came out, I think it was 2016, called Booze, Bitterness, and Broken Hearts. So good. That was the theme of your last wedding, right? Uh, I mean, your last marriage. Jesus Christ, it sure was. (laughs) Oh my God. Just like that song, that whole (laughs) album is fantastic. Yes, I mean, um, 
I mean, what can you say about this? It's this it sounds fucking great. It's just the, and this is and this is punk music that's just as good as anything you'll hear from, you know, Street Dogs, Rants, and Dropkick Murphys. This is totally in that spirit. Um, I I can't tell you how stoked I am to have these guys on on the fest. Yeah, kind of like you said with Less Than Human. I mean, you should be you should hear these guys at a national level. Yes, that's like you said, yes. that's how good this stuff is. Definitely. Next band up. Severmind. That's right. I mean, we're getting back to that first gig. Yeah, that know? same gig you talked I mean, about with Driver and Shiner. Yeah, they exactly. were there as well. Yeah, it was great. And just like we mentioned with Deep Trillo, one of the first interviews we ever did was with Stacy Lane and yes. Derek Sanders. That's right. Of Severmind. And then we had them back on our Landmark 100th episode. That's right. And we'll have to have them back soon enough because they've got a new singer in the band. And, you know, by this point, when this fest hits, I'm sure they'll have, they'll have played shows. Yes, they'll be and, a, little, a little established and stuff. Yeah. So we'll have gotten to check out the new singer, Thad, see what that see what that all sounds like. But we know with these other three guys and the standard of their music that he's not going to be in the band unless he lives up to that standard. Exactly. Well. Just a great heavy metal band out of Tulsa. So look him up if you're not familiar. All right, next up, I'm going to let you say this one because as much as I love it, I know you love it just a tiny bit more. Thank you. The shame. Yes. I can't believe it. We're going to have, uh, this is keeps our punk thing going. Um, the shame, oi the shame, Tulsa punk. I, I can't wait to see these guys at the fest. Um, I, I've seen them at the Mercury Lounge, Chad Malone, Terry Waska. I mean, this is this is huge for us, for me, for Thunder Underground. Definitely. And kind of like we mentioned earlier with Steve Ray, a Tulsa legend, I'd yes. say that Chad Malone falls into that category. Oh, definitely. As well. And you know, that's, even Terry Waska, with oh, has been a part of all these oh, bands. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that's something I want to. It's something I really wanted to make sure that I touched on with this episode. Is we've really got some roots of Tulsa punk and metal going on here with Deep Trillo and you know Stacy Lane and Sanders and Chad Malone and Terry Waska and. Uh, Steve Ray, that's something I really wanted to make sure that that we had going on in this fest, and w we did. So, I mean, I can't tell you how happy I am and how I th important I think it is that we've got this aspect of the fest going on. Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I remember us being teenagers watching Bunnies of Doom at the Eclipse or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we have to have that element there in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and, you know, for those of you who don't know, Chad Malone was in Brother Inferior yes. in the 90s. And, you know, they went on to tour the world, basically. Pretty much, yeah. And The Shame is just great, straight-up, old-school punk. That's right. Like you said, extremely happy to have this. And Chad Malone was on this episode, this episode, this podcast. <laughs> it's been quite a while. Yes, we need to have him yeah. back before all this goes down. It's Yeah, it's due time. Yep. But that episode's great because he goes through a lot of his old stuff and, you know, what he's got going on now because he's also in Senior Fellows as well, which yes. is just heavy as hell. Yep. Totally different from The Shame. And like I said, Terry Waska is also in The Shame and he was on here yeah, a few months ago, mid, like last fall, yeah. along with Dave Cantrell. And they talked about the uh, documentary that should be coming out at some point. It's, yes. you know, it was up for some festivals and stuff, so that's why it hadn't completely come out yet oil capital underground that's right sticker on the back of my car hell yeah <laughs> but yeah moving to the next band we got sign of lies 
nice. out of Oklahoma City. And this is another band that has a great kind of a classic metal, yeah. melodic metal sound, but also more updated because, I mean, these aren't, you know, they're younger guys. And I saw them, seen them live a couple of times. I remember that last time was at Badass Renee's. I think they were with Claim Your Enemy. Mm-hmm. And their guitarist, I think his name is Eric, Eric with an A maybe, but like, I need to look that up. But he, this dude was just fucking a phenom. Yeah. Know? You know, and that's just the best I can say since I'm not a guitarist myself. But, <laughs> you know, that's something to look out for. So definitely glad to have Sinalize here. And as we continue through the batch of bands named with S, and starting with yeah. an S, who's up next? Solidify. That's right. Out of Fort Smith, Arkansas. That's right. And we wouldn't be doing due diligence if we didn't represent Fort Smith because there's, you know, a good rock scene there. Definitely. A lot of these bands come to Tulsa a lot. A lot of yeah. Tulsa bands go there a lot. So we need to have someone from there. And very glad that solidifies that band. because so we've talked about them recently, you know, and we played them as well several episodes ago. Just a great heavy rock, hard rock band. You know, they've kind of got that modern you know, octane rock kind of sound to it. Yes, definitely. All right, next up, Sprout. Nice. Sprout the antihero. That's right. If you're from this area, you definitely know Sprout. If you're not, he is the singer for Screaming Red Mutiny. Yes. Formerly the singer of King Shifter. And he also does this on the side, his solo work. Yes. And he's working on music right now that should be out sometime this year. And he's going to be playing acoustic, and he's going to actually perform several times from what Travis told me. Yes. You know, kind of in between acts, you know, throughout both days. Yeah, which is great. So, yeah, quite an honor that he's a part of this because he's another guy that, you know, he's been a big supporter of, of us. And, yes. you know, we've had him on three times now, and he's fucking great. And he's he's just kind of like Fist of Rage. It's a nonstop, nonstop laugh riot, you know. That, that's right. Well, from the get-go... I think Sprout has been a pretty awesome ally to the podcast. That's right. Um, we had him on before Screw Red Mutiny even got together. Yeah. Um, and I remember going to Rocklahoma and just seeing King Shifter on like a campground stage. Yeah. And, you know, Sprout's this larger than life personality. We didn't even know him. And then a couple of years later, you know, you know, we're, you can we're call at the, him a friend. Yeah. yeah. You can call him a friend. We're at the bar having drinks. Um, so this is, uh, pretty meaningful for me pretty valuable i think and uh, uh again an honor yeah and he's got a more importantly he's got a phenomenal voice yes definitely all right next up switch back another arkansas yes. band they actually had a stuttgart arkansas okay and this is another band that i can't praise enough for their live show it's just <clears throat> you see them in this small space like the shrine or i've seen them at Badass for yeah. We've seen them on stage at Rocklahoma Camp Yeager, which is a bigger stage and outdoors, but that's just the feel you get from these guys when you watch that's them. That's right. You feel like it's a full-on freaking huge arena-style show. Yeah, and, well, and, you know, you've seen them with their newer lineup. I haven't yet. That's right. So. But, yeah, just, I mean, it's just the same. I mean, the presence of Curtis, the singer, yeah. is what puts this over the top. Okay. And Jet back there on the drums, his son. You know, that's just like a a duo because he's just, you know, he's badass and he just, you yeah. know, he hits those things harder than a lot of people. Huge Metallica fan. That's right. See, I take note of that shit. He's a huge <laughs> COC fan as well. I know, that's badass. Yeah. 
Telling you. And uh, he was actually at the same Hatebreed show we were in Little Rock. Oh, that's that's we, right. We were, I remember we that. Like two or three years ago. When we did the meet and greet. Yeah. A $35 meet and greet. How can you not do that? Right. That was fucking great. Yeah, meet and greet. We actually hung out and talked to Florida Frank for like 10 minutes after. Oh, yeah. And that was the thing is, yeah, no shit. We didn't even, he didn't even have to, but you guys are fucking Denver Broncos nerds. So, so he just hung out with us for like 10, 15 minutes. Right. And, and I'm glad you were there. I wouldn't have had nothing to talk about, but you guys <laughs> geeked out over Denver Broncos. Yeah. And OU, because he had yeah, been there. That's OU right. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, switch back. Back yes. to that. <laughs> yeah. Super happy to have those guys as part of this. And they have a great album that came out last year. So get online and look that bad boy up. All right. We're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Okay. Next up is Wooden Bone. This is a band out of Oklahoma City. Actually, I think they're Paul's Valley. That's okay. not too far from Oklahoma City. <clears throat> and they they have kind of... I've never seen them live. I don't think you have either. No. But they've got a... Travis, before I'd even listened to him, said, you know, they've got a Megadeth feel to him. And I kind of... I heard that when I listened to their... They've got one or two songs up on their Facebook. Gotcha. And yeah, I mean, it's just great... Straight up metal. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that, right? Nice, yeah. Fun fact, Paul's Valley is where, if we didn't get located to Broken Arrow when I was a kid moving from California, it was going to be Paul's Valley. Was that just because your dad liked the name? No. <laughs> His name was Paul. That's got... No, no shit. Good one. I didn't even put that together. Fuck me. Now, that was the two places his work had for him to go in Oklahoma. Weird. Yeah, so there you go. But but for some reason... So if they had sent him there, we wouldn't even be doing I know. This. Never for some reason, him. he chose the Tulsa area. Thank the fuck Christ. If he hadn't, then this festival wouldn't even be happening. I know, I know. You know, it all comes back to the Paul Wood. That's right. <laughs> that makes sense in a lot of ways. It, it does, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of the Wood family... Yes. I'll let you say the last band on the list. The last band is Zen Hipster. Um, my, my old band from back in the day, uh, we're going to get together and do a set for this fest and I'm pretty excited about it. So when was the, the last show you guys played was the Brian Hansen, the life of Brian benefit concert. Uh, Brian Hansen is, uh, a great guy that produced our CDs back in the early nineties and two thousands and in the Tulsa area. <clears throat> and you remember God, how long ago was that? Was that five years? It was ago about now? five years ago. Yeah. It was like 2013, 2014, something like that. Okay. And you know he was having a rough time. He'd gotten a cancer scare, and we came together and did a benefit for him. Um, you know, by the work of you know our uh, our uh, drummer Josh Baker uh, of the Bachelor Table fame. And, um, what you might see in the parking lot out yes, there. You, yeah. You, uh, the, the weekend of the fest. I hope you do and you should. And even if you don't, Fuel 66, he's out there a lot. Oh, yeah. A Fuel's, lot of the breweries. Yeah. All the, all yeah. the breweries. Bachelor, the bachelor table. It's impeccable food. Um, and so Josh got that together and we did that. And that was probably about five years ago. And we just, you know, kind of just went over some, you know, a, a nice 30, 40 minute set and did some songs that we, you know, we played back in the day around here uh, in Tulsa when Curly's was real big around, you know, the early, the late 90s, early 2000s. So, you know, with the Tony Armanello band and Rewake and 
What were some of those other bands we always played with? No, the guys from Driver. Rhythmic Disturbance. <laughs> Driver, Rhythmic right? Disturbance. We didn't, yeah. Um, that kind of stuff. So, Severmind played one of the, because remember. Yes, Severmind, yeah, played one of the Freakers Balls. We were on one of the Freakers Balls. That was one of our last gigs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm, I'm excited to do this again and. You know, uh, we've got a Facebook page that'll be up. I'll put a link to some of our tunes. Um, uh, you know, as an outsider, what would you describe us as? Sound-wise. I'll put that Man, on that's, you. That's tough because I didn't even have anything in my head prepared. <laughs> that's exactly why but I did it. The lead singer, Eric Reese, is also lead guitarist. Yes. His voice is like a mixture of Ozzy and... Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley mixed together. I see. Like all those kind of put together. So there's times where you're listening to music and it sounds a little Chainsies. Then at times it sounds a little Aussie. And then you've even got guys had that song called Dust where, you know, like the riff sounded like Seven Dust, yeah. right? And then, you know, it's just kind of that turn of the century metal, but with more of a melodic feel, you know? Yes. And, and that's a great way of putting it. And so uh, I'm really excited. We're really excited to do it. And, uh, yeah, so, and that kind of rounds out the fest, doesn't yeah. it? And to say this is all original members, because, yes. you know, at one point, the bass player, Eric Bass, had left. Yes. And you had another bass player for, was he on both albums, or Eric, or was he just on the first album? Eric Bass? Yeah. He was just on the first one. Okay, so. But this is it, this would be the only so, way I'd want to do it, is if yeah. Eric Bass is involved, and he is, and it's going to be great. Yeah, so, really happy for the and. My other question was, what year was it that you guys started? Well, we, we started, I mean, we started in 94. Okay. Because, but, you know, Eric and Josh were younger and we really, like, we literally practiced for years. And our first, like, official gig was at the other side and that whole Battle of the Bands thing. That's right. And whoever won the Battle of the Bands got to open up for Motley Crue at the Brady Theater. Yeah. That's how long ago this was. Motley Crue was coming to the Brady Theater. Yeah, it was in between. Tour. Yeah, in and, between their arena stages. Yes. And uh, <laughs> it was right when Vince Neil got back in the band. And that was our first real gig. And so, you know, and that was our, the, and, and that what a first gig to get. Yeah. So that was, you know, kind of what kicked us off. I was hoping it was 93 so we could say this is a 25th anniversary yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> close. But, I mean, the the years that we were really active was, you know, the late 90s and early 2000s. We played, we played every fucking, we played every goddamn fucking room in Tulsa, downtown Tulsa, all that stuff. So, you know, I'm just, and, and the, the cool thing is, is I've, you know, we've always been friends throughout the years. So to do this was not a hard decision. So it's going to be great. Yeah. And I'm I'm just glad that everyone's, you know, welcoming and allowing us to do it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's that's it. Yeah, run back through this real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'll just, just say. Uh, kind of go real fast, yeah. Zen Hipster, Wooden Bone, Switchback, Sprout, the Antihero, playing acoustic, Solidify, Sign of Lies, The Shame, Severmind, the Normandies, Locust Grove, Less Than Human, Fist of Rage, Driver, Drunk on Monday, Custom Black, Claim Your Enemy, and Archon. Man, what a lineup. 
That's a list. That's yeah, a formidable I, list. It, it definitely is. I'm very proud. Um, it's beyond my wildest dreams. It really is. And, uh, you know, I just I just hope to see everybody out there. Yeah. So what started as a joke is now a reality. Thank you to yes. Travis D. Davis and Mark Stevenson for their work, for putting this together. Definitely. And for all the work they're going to do leading up to it. And oh, yeah. obviously on that day. And obviously, thanks to Donnie Rich at the Shrine for allowing this to happen. Hands down. Because he could have just said, no, fuck Thunder Underground. I don't want those yep. guys here. But, you know, yep. we go to a lot of shows there, and I think he knows that. So we're glad that he allowed them to put these two these two dates on here in October. Yes. And it's, a, you know, and timing turned out well because we're posting this today, and that's exactly six months from today. I know. And, and I, you know, let's just, I, I just want to say hi to Steve Liddell, too. That's right. You know? Yeah, of course. I, I saw him at the Blackbird a couple weekends ago, gave him a big hug. Awesome. Yeah. Great dude. Yes. All right, there you go. That was our huge announcement, so to speak. 17 bands over the course of two days at the Shrine, October 19th and 20th. That's at 18th and Boston. That's right. The flyer is going to be posted tomorrow, so tell all your friends to listen to this today. We're just posted a day later to drive up the listen count, hopefully. Yep. Make plans, get babysitters, take days off, whatever the fuck you got to do. Take days off. He's talking to you, Kevin Graham, because I know you work Fridays. <laughs> You've got six months to put that date in. That's right. So you don't say, I can only come Saturday. All right. We good to go? I think we are. Until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.